What is up, everybody? It's your boy, Woody, a.k.a. The Disciple. And today, join us as we talk about can I speak life into any situation that I'm going through? We're going to talk. We're going to have some testimonies. We're going to give some point of views. It's going to be amazing. Stay tuned. Okay, guys, so today we are going to be talking about being able and having the power to speak life into your situation, to speak life into anything it is that you're doing, to speak something into existence, first off. And this isn't something that is based off of any, like, self-help book. This isn't from The Secret. This is real. And you've got to understand that this is coming from a real place. This is coming from the Bible. So this is real. And whether you've experienced it or not, or you've noticed it or not, this is something that's very, very real, something that is very, very possible to happen. And it happens in your day-to-day life. I'm telling you it happens, even if you realize it or not. And we're going to break it down and we're going to go into it. Okay, so first things first is that last time we talked, we talked about John 15. Now, just to recap, so that you know how to be involved in this process, right? Because this is how God works. God doesn't work the way that you and I work. He doesn't think the way that you and I think. The Bible says that his ways are not our ways. So we have to understand how he works. And once we understand how he works, we're able to reap the fruits that we're able to reap the benefits and that we are able to open up doors that we've never been able to open before, right? Because John 15 says that we are are the vine and he's the branch and if we abide in him that we'd have all the things it is that we need now what does that mean just a quick breakdown what that means pretty much is that we can't do anything without god having his hand over our lives right because he's in control over everything imagine going to the bank and pissing off the teller right Even though it's the teller's job to give you the money, the teller can still give you a hard time while you're there. So it's like, why would you want to piss off the goose that lays the golden egg? Why would you want to piss off the God that's in control of everything in your life? Why would you not want to serve him? Why would you not want to be able to please him if he's in control of everything? It's like a mother, right? A mother or a father has the absolute right to ask their child to behave the the absolute right you know maybe not some random person maybe not someone that you just met a couple weeks ago you know you know the people that you meet that probably want to have a say in your life you know it's not like that because god knew you from your conception before you were even born you were his idea in his mind and before you were even born before you even had contact with this planet he had a plan for you and he knew who you're gonna be he knew your name and he knew everything it was about you so it's like why wouldn't you want to please him now when we go in to talking about speaking life now we've got to ask ourselves what is speaking life right because in this day and age everything is just so negative 
and it's not anyone's fault the way that you get information now is so fast you kind of become numb to the day-to-day life right because let's say in the 80s right in the 80s you wouldn't know that there was a fire in australia unless you watched the news like every single day and you wouldn't really be able to keep up what was happening unless you were a part of it unless you were looking it up unless you were doing your own research about it let's be honest if you were staying up to date on the information right but now you find out information whether or not you're looking for it that's what's that's what's different about today is that you get bombarded with so much information that you kind of is kind of a shoulder shrug now right when something happens on the other side of the world when there's some sort of devastation when there's some sort of like travesty that happens everyone's like kind of like oh wow oh wow and then they just completely block it off you know they put up those facebook filters you know saying donate here donate that but in all reality you know no one's really thinking about it after they do it they think that that's their part and that's it and even more so afterwards is that people are already naturally negative right because joe schmo doesn't know why you're successful so joe Schmo's gonna talk bad about you whether or not he knows who you are or not He's gonna he's gonna naturally find things he doesn't like about you just for the just for the based off the fact that you're doing pretty good or you're doing something that he can't do or he doesn't know how to do or he doesn't figure out how to do yet you know naturally if we're going based off of the day-to-day person you know they're not really looking to lift you up so that means they're not looking to speak life into their situation and speaking about their people's own situation not just other people but their own situation you know some people just have a dream and ambition they have something that they want to do and maybe they've been stopped maybe things have come up and i'm not saying that it's not something that isn't real for them but in their day-to-day lives maybe something has stopped them right maybe situations came up and they had to move they had to put it to the side maybe they're maybe they think they're too old i know a guy he's always wanted to go back to school but he thinks he's too old to do it guy's 27 28 and he thinks he's too old that that time is past for him and he's, he tells himself all the time, I just can't do it. I can't do it. I can't this. I can't that. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. What's the point of doing this? What's the point of doing that? Well, let me tell you a secret. If you want the secret, if you want to know how that you can do everything that you can start to do everything it is that you want to do, that you want to see your dreams, fruitions, all that come true. I'm going to tell you the secret. It's in Proverbs 18, 20. Okay? Proverbs 18, 20. Right? And Proverbs 18, 21 has this famous scripture. I'm pretty sure you heard it, even though you've never read it. You've probably saw it in a movie somewhere, but it says that the power of life and death are in the tongue. So this is a word from God, and he's saying pretty much that you have the power to speak life 
or to speak death. Let's talk about the speaking death part first, because I think we're going to get that more first, right? The speaking death is to speak negatively, right? Is to look at a situation, is to look at somebody, and is to call them stupid when they do something stupid, right? Is to say that they can't do something if you see that they're trying to do something and it looks like they're failing. It's talking bad. It's talking about somebody behind their back. It's all of that stuff. Anything that could be considered negative, anything that is pretty much not comforting someone anything that's not exhorting someone anything that's not empowering someone you're pretty much speaking death because what can anyone gain from that besides a lost dream besides lost ambitions pretty much if you're speaking in a way where you feel as though or eventually something can be lost from that person's either spirit or ideals you know you're not trying to help them you know and there are some conversations that can be tough like hey you know i don't think you should be throwing rocks at your neighbor like hey i don't think you know you're gonna benefit from doing it You know, there are hard conversations to have, but just because it's a hard conversation doesn't necessarily mean that it's negative. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people speak things and it, it, it doesn't lead to anything. It only leads to a brick wall. It's like, dang, then where do I go from here? What do I do now? This is the only thing that I was trying to do. Now, what do I do? You know? And mind you, I'm not talking about speaking to someone in a way that's going to help them or make them better later on. Because unfortunately, there are hard conversations that you have to have with people. But if you look at what God's definition is of speaking death, it's pretty much speaking something and then nothing happens later on, right? It's like you tell someone that they're stupid, they consider themselves stupid, and they drop out of school. That person has completely benefited nothing from you telling them that they're stupid other than dropping out of school, which isn't anything. You know what I'm saying? So when we speak, we have to be able to speak life into people and into situations. And I know it sounds crazy. And I know it sounds like it's from um, this book, like The Secret, or it's like some crazy kind of motivational thing. But I'm telling you, I've seen it. It's real. Now we can go into the life part. And it's really beautiful. The way that you can speak life into literally anything. You could go from zero to a hundred real quick. Bars straight up. You completely have the ability to motivate. You completely have the power and ability to change anything just by speaking it. And if you remember last week, we were talking about working hard and we were talking about not not looking at the situation the way that it is, that you push and you push and you work and you work and then it's going to happen. Well, let me tell you, this is a part of that. If you're trying to make it easier on yourself, I'm telling you, it's way easy 
is easier, is better, is more motivational. You're going to be more happy if you do it this way. And I guarantee you it's going to happen faster. I'm telling you straight up, if you if you start to speak life while you're working hard towards something like a goal or a dream, I'm telling you, you're going to be more happy and it's going to happen faster because God is not a liar. And that word is real. So let's break it down. Right. So speaking life into a situation isn't just being optimistic. Right. Is it's not. Because I can be optimistic, I can be optimistic, but I can also not have faith that something is going to happen, right? Because being optimistic is just being happy uh, in, in kind of being in the midst of limbo and not knowing what's going on or where things are going to lead you and you don't really know what's happening but you know you have a good you have a good outlook on it you know this is the person or this is the guy or gal that's looking at their situation and they're telling themselves well you know hey you know I'm here right now you know but I'm alive you know I'm um cool you know at least I got enough to you know pay my bills or whatever you know they they got a happy outlook on you know what it is that they're doing and where they are right now you know and it's not a big deal for them and you know they might be struggling you know but it's it's okay you know I'm happy and stuff like that but how do I say this in a nice or or not mean way because it's kind of, when you say it out loud it sounds so harsh you know but that is not what God is into God's not just into the okay he's not into the oh, you, you, oh okay you know you you're fine where you at you know you're satisfied where you at you know or you know you're cool all right I'm be out no he's not into that he is in to the absolute crazy he's in like i'm telling you he's into that like he's into the people that are like god i'm not supposed to be in this situation and i know you're gonna pull me out because you've made me you know and you know i'm pretty sure you've heard people like that before like you kind of they're kind of going through something right now you know and they're kind of like a little upset but they're not upset like because they're going through what they're going through they're upset because it's like they can see past the situation it's like they got future sight you know it's like they can see into the future and they're like god you know who i'm supposed to be god you know what it is i'm trying to do and i know that you're gonna take me to the top and i know that this situation right here doesn't matter i'm your son i'm your daughter and you know it's like that it's is that you know if you look at it that way that's not being optimistic that is claiming that's speaking life right there that is claiming what is yours through the power of your words and you can do that in your everyday life. I think one of the most incredible things is that the verse right before it, it says that a man eats from the fruit of his own mouth. And you got to think about that. Like a man eats from the fruit of his own mouth. That means that whatever it is you say, whatever it is that you that you're producing, whatever is coming out of your mouth, that's what you're going to eat from. And it's not just talking about like this is how you're going to, you know, 
uh, this is how you're going to get food. This is how you're going to conduct business. It's it's talk, it, like you got to look at it a little bit deeper because it's not just talking about like how you're going to live life. This is talking about how your spirit and how your faith is going to feed off of those words. Right. Because when you say something enough, you start to believe it, you know, and you don't really care when anyone thinks that you're crazy. You know, you for real, you start to believe it. And, you know, it may look crazy to the world and it may look crazy from the outside perspective, but you know what it is that you're doing. You know, shout outs to everybody that is on a that they're in a position in their life where they can kind of look back and realize like, dang, I am not the person that I was last year, right? And if you don't think that you are, you got to look back, you know? I know you move forward, you never look back, you know, your life is constantly looking forward, but you got to take you have to take a minute and you have to assess yourself and realize that you're not the same person that you were last year. You're not the same person that you were a couple months ago. You're not the same person that you were a couple weeks ago because you're constantly you're constantly moving forward in this thing called life and the way that you spoke when you were five years old is not the same way that you speak now so obviously there's some form of progression there's some form of of life happening and taking place and you've got to realize that now that you realize who you are and where you're trying to go, that you can totally capture that and you can make it real in your life just by speaking it, right? If you keep going in Proverbs 18.20, it says, In increase shall his lips be filled. So the more and more you choose to speak life into your situation, no matter what it is or what you're going through or what's happening, right? Because speaking life is mixing your positive words, your positive uh, outlook or what you want with faith. I guess that's the best way that I can put it for you. If you've never heard something like this before. It's pretty much being optimistic, but it's mixed with faith. It's believing that it's going to happen. And it's so crazy, but I'm telling you, this is it. This is the secret right here. If you're trying to do anything and you're trying to do anything like if you're new in faith or you've never heard of God before, I'm telling you, try it because it's God is not a liar. And he doesn't say or do anything that is going to make him look as though he's not real. He's not going to do anything or put himself in a position where people can talk bad about him. That's not what he does. So you got to look at this, right? When you're speaking or you're choosing to speak life into a situation, you, you've got to mix it with faith. That means you don't just say it to say it, that you say it with conviction and faith and that you understand and you know that this is what you want and this is what God said that he's going to do and this is what he's promised me because he's put that promise in your heart for a reason, right? Because ideas don't just come from nowhere. All right, can we all agree on that? Ideas don't come from nowhere. They may look like they come from nowhere, but I'm telling you, they don't. 
So when you get a good idea, when you get a new idea, you got to say thank you, Jesus, because that is not your idea. That came from somewhere. Nothing comes from nothing. And I am a full believer that God is the one that sets everything up and that he knows how and what he's doing. And we, we're just, you know, we're just happy that we can be a part of this amazing journey and ride and that we're able to take over and conquer on the way. But anyway, speaking life in to your situation, well, you've got to start to have a positive outlook on your situation, right? You may be in the gutter, but you're not supposed to be in the gutter, right? Because David was in the cave for a couple of years, but he was supposed to be king. And what made it worse is that he knew he was supposed to be king and he was living in a cave. Living in a dirty, smelly, stinky cave. But he's supposed to be king, right? But he always was, he was always king. He was always supposed to be king. But his situation did not reflect what God had promised him at that moment. But I'm telling you, he knew who God was and he believed that God was going to put him there. He knew. And it didn't matter what he looked like. It didn't matter what was going on around him. It didn't matter what people were saying. He knew. And he stayed in faith. He stayed positive. He spoke life. He acted like a king wherever he went, you know, wherever he went. People would always tell him, oh, isn't that David, you know? Oh, Saul killed his thousand and David hits 10,000, you know? People knew who he was, even though he wasn't king yet. And what, you know, that's like our idea of a king, you know? That's what, you know, in the throne with the crown and everything. But he was God's king. God had picked him. He was God's guy. We've got to be just like that. We've got to be that strong headed. We've got to be that, you know, sometimes it's okay to be stubborn. And where it's okay to be stubborn, where it's okay to not be shaken is your faith. You got to be stubborn with your faith. You got to be stubborn with your dream. Because if you want it, if you're trying to do it, if you're trying to achieve it, you've got to. You have to. Nobody's going to do it but you. Even crazier than that, nobody was probably made to do it but you because you were born with a purpose so you being stubborn with your dream i.e your purpose is probably going to get people saved and probably going to get people to where you're at which is on top because if you look at life and you look at the way that people are and you look at how people behave you know we need an example we need to know where to go what to do we we need a leader We need an example, you know, a lot of people. And unfortunately, I know it from experience. You know, a lot of college students go to college. They don't even know what they're doing. They don't even know if that's what they want to do. You know, they go they go for three, four years and they're like, dang, I don't know if this is major I want to go in. Or, you know, they go in and they're like, wow, I want to be a doctor. And, you know, the workload is just too much. And then they think they can't do it. They don't want to do it. You know, it's too hard. It's too this. Oh, let me take a, let me take a break. <laughs> let me take a break. That's like my the famous line that I always hear. You know, oh, I'm taking a break this semester. <laughs> you know, I'm taking a break this semester. It was a little too much. You know, so I'm taking a break. 
I'm gonna come back at it strong, you know, after I get, after it's not so crazy in my life right now, you know, I, I just need a minute, you know, it, that, isn't that crazy, you know, so we need that ability to speak life into our situation, because then we can say, you know, school is hard right now, but it's okay, because I know where God's taking me, God's taking me to the top, he's making me this doctor, he's making me this engineer, he's making me this teacher, he's making me this great something, and I am not going to stop, I'm going to keep going, and I know that it may look kind of hard, and it is kind of hard, but God's going to do it, he's going to make it easy for me, that's it, that's it right there, that's like the perfect what if you wanted anything in life to go easier for you to have a miracle happen for you right in front of your eyes that's how you can do it so quick testimony really really quick and this is a personal testimony this is something that happened to me like a couple years back and is a little crazy, right? So this was in, I think, 2012, 2013. I th- I'm pretty sure it was t- in 2012. Uh, it was around the holiday season, right? So it's around Christmas time. And I was not in the best situation, right? Because I had just graduated from college and I didn't, you know, I was applying for positions and I was looking for you know I was looking for to fulfill my major like any other college student and it was so hard for me to break in I felt like I went to my counselor or my school counselor after college maybe for like six seven months just trying and he was just helping me trying to you know okay um i know somebody here apply here you know okay we're gonna send you out here we're gonna see where you're gonna go we're gonna see you know we're gonna, and he was really you know <clears throat> for the first couple months he was really really pushing hard for me to get a job in the major because it's the only thing that i wanted to do you know but after a while maybe after like two three months he he pretty much was like dude you know, I'm just pushing for you to get anything right now. So he started sending me to all of these crazy places. I'm telling you, imagine I am a college student, just got my degree and my counselor because he couldn't find me a position in my major. He's literally sending me everywhere. So he's sending me to five guys. This guy is sending me to, you know, retail positions you know you know and they're not they're not bad jobs it's just it's not anything that I wanted to do so I'm like I don't want to do this you know but I would go to the interview because you know he would know the people or the managers there and you know so I would go just to save face but you know I would never like take it and he would always tell me why didn't you take it like and I'm like dude my guy is not what I want to do. It is not what I want to do. So I'm sorry. Just, I don't want to flip burgers. Nothing against flipping burgers. But I've been doing that since I was 14. And I was doing that to get through school. And now that I have this degree, I am not, you know, I'm pushing to not do that anymore. 
So if you're trying to get me this job, you know, that's cool or whatever. I'll take it. But, you know, I'm never going to cut, you know, what? Like, you know, I was pretty harsh. You know, if if there was ever a moment (laughs) for me to activate everything that I was learning, like through reading the Bible, it should have been then. But it wasn't. I was like, dude, if you know, if you keep sending me to these places, I'm just not going to. I'm not going to come back and I'm going to give the school a bad review. Like, you're sending me to Five Guys, man. And there's nothing wrong with working at Five Guys. But I'm telling you, I'm practically working a job like that right now. So I don't need that right now. I don't care if it's a couple dollars more. I'm looking for the increase. I'm looking for that change of life, change of status. You know, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking to... I'm looking to do what it is that I went and busted my ass in school for. That's what I'm looking to do. What? You can't tell me nothing. You wasn't trying to, you know. Man, when I first graduated, you wasn't telling me nothing. I was going to do what I went to do, and that was it. I wasn't doing nothing else. I wasn't looking at anything else. I wasn't trying to do anything else. You couldn't tell me nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. So I remember I was sitting in church and I was like, God, what's happening? I go to school and I didn't even want to go to college, if I'm being honest. Didn't even want to go. I went because it was a heavily requested thing from my parents that I go. Heavily requested me i thought it would be more beneficial to just start working but hey to each their own so i went i listened i get there i'm doing what it is that i'm doing bust my butt i can't what there's probably like a million other testimonies for me just being in school but bust my butt i wasn't what so i'm sitting in church and i'm telling god i'm praying to god and i'm like god you have to make this change in my life, I can't live life the same anymore. This is different. This is supposed to be a defining moment in my life. I graduated. I went through all this hardship. I did all of this work. God, you know, and I didn't even want to do it, but I knew that if I did it, that something incredible was going to happen. And I know that you're not going to leave me where I was. And I know that you're going to do something incredible and I was talking with my brother at church my leader the person I you know my absolute I adore this person and he tells me like hey you know why don't you just start looking and applying yourself you know make phone calls yourself go to the places yourself go in person and see what happens you know because it's different when someone's looking you know, kind of come, someone's recommending for you and then t- or telling you to what to apply for. You know, why don't you just go yourself? If you go yourself, people will see the God in you and they're going to want you to be around them. So I'm like, OK, amen. I get up. I go out and I'm in the Manhattan all day, all day going to these buildings, you know, trying to meet with people trying to do all these things, sending emails through my phone all day, trying to make phone calls on my phone after I got back all day. You know, this goes on for like a week, a week or so. And then one day I get a phone call. And I get a phone call from 
you know, so-and-so. And they're like, hey, uh, thank you for reaching out. That uh, We'd love to for you to come in for an interview. We'd love to have you um, as a candidate for this position, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. I go in. And the interview, me personally, I didn't think the interview went well. I thought that I bombed. Uh, only because there were certain aspects of the interview with questions I didn't quite understand. So, you know, I was trying to, like, power through instead of ask them to, like, break down, break it down and ask them what they mean and stuff like that. I was just so anxious to get a job at the moment. You know, I was kind of, like, doing anything that I can to kind of seem like the best and not have a question, which was, which, to be honest, if you're looking for a job, just FYI, ask questions at the interview it's perfectly fine there's nothing wrong with asking questions and stuff like that it's perfectly normal so we get there I'm chilling a couple weeks had passed you know and interview left my mind thought I messed it up wasn't even thinking about it person calls me back and he says okay so we want you to work for us and you don't have to come into the office as a work at from home position. You're going to be perfectly fine. We're going to pay for your internet. We're going to pay for this. We're going to pay for that. And I was like, what? Not only did I find a job, I, you know, to be honest, I found a job I wasn't even looking for because it was a work from home position and I was looking just for office positions. But this person had offered me a work from home position. They had given me a siphon so that I would be able to pay for my internet. And they sent me an ergonomic chair. It was amazing. It was probably the best job that I had worked, probably the best job that I could have worked when I had first started in my career path because I learned so much. And not only did I learn so much, I was able to do it from the comfort of my home or wherever I wanted to set up that day. So I was able to go into other projects and other things and learn other things from other people. It was was incredible. Probably the best thing to have ever happened to me while I was in that position. But that never would have happened if I hadn't pushed and worked and be so positive and pray and know that God wasn't going to leave me barren. He, was gonna, he wasn't going to leave me where he found me. He was going to lift me up, raise me up and leave me better off. And because of that, I, you know, I'll never forget that amount of work ethic or what it took to get there, you know, because it's a lot. And I know I'm kind of like, it kind of sounds like I'm just saying it to say it. But in all honesty, if you hear the message, this this message was for you. And I fully believe that if you're hearing and listening to the sound of my voice right now, that this, you listening to this is absolutely going to change your life. And it's going to change who you are as a person. It's going to change everything it is that is going on in your life you know if your life is going south well be prepared because you're about to go north and you're not going to stop going up and that you're going to keep going and you know just bring a jacket because it's cold up there you know it's a little bit but i fully believe that if you're listening to this that by the grace of god that you need to that you needed to hear it i'm just gonna say it like that if you heard it 
by the grace of God, you needed to hear it. What is up, everybody? It is your boy, Woody, and thanks for listening. Thanks for joining in. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend, you know, because I'm pretty sure they just needed to hear the same message that you heard here today. You know, don't forget, follow me on riseandshine.fm on Instagram and on Facebook. Don't forget, shout your boy out. Don't forget, leave a message. I'll shout you out on the show. We have giveaways coming up. We have a lot of incredible things coming up. So stay tuned, stay cool, stay awesome, and stay positive. Because it's your boy, Woody, a.k.a. The Disciple. God bless you guys, and enjoy the rest of your day.